Good morning and welcome to Community Connections with Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I am just one of your hosts, Sean Boyle, and with me is Ashley Mock. And welcome to the half-hour radio show that airs every Sunday on 104.5 The Flame. That's all about connecting you, the listener, to resources and things that are available for our in our great community we call St. Lucie County. Now, we at the Children's Services Council are not radio show professionals, uh, but what we work on in our community is five things. And those five things are, one, making sure every baby's a healthy baby. Two, stopping child abuse before it happens. Three, keeping kids off the streets. Four, keeping them off drugs. And five, keeping them up. I think I, and keep, what did I missed one? What did I you miss? Missed, you missed keeping them off the streets, didn't you? Oh, and keeping them off the streets, somewhere did, in that order. Did you go out of order that time? Is that what happened? I forgot one. I forgot one. So, and we do that by offering programs and resources for all families in our community. Um, all said and done, 53 programs that we believe last year reached about 35,000 children. Yeah. And, you know, for some of our longtime listeners, you know that we bring guests onto this show from our funded program partners, from other resources in the community to kind of talk about what they are able to offer um, to families as resources in the community. Um, We have a kind of a weird show today. I'll try not to give too much away. Um, But we, you know, this show is really a good opportunity to kind of get familiar with what some of those programs do. Um, and when they come on, we, we try to get them to talk about what expectations are. Like if you were to call or to ask questions about their program, we had a really great guest last week, um, Kim Eardley from Families of the Treasure Coast, who we refer to a ton out in the community. Um, so definitely check out some of our past shows if there is a specific topic that you're looking for or listen to future shows because there might be something new and fun coming up that you don't even know about. But, so if somebody wanted to listen to a past show, how would they listen to a past show? So, so many ways to do that. Um, this show actually doubles as a podcast. So you can go to our website at cscslc.org look for the radio show tab and you can get all of our past shows there um, or go to your podcast listening app, however you do that um, and find past shows there. And then once a month, we actually go into the studio with St. Lucie Public Schools at WLX Horizon TV and you can watch a video version of this show also. And so when we talked about those 53 programs, um, and there's more than that, actually, that we do, but that's the crux of it. All that information, you certainly can listen, listeners, every month or every week, I should say. But there is a list of all those programs that are available, uh, sorted by those categories that we just mentioned, available on our website. In addition to that, if you don't feel like going to our website, which is cscslc.org, we do have printed family guides that we're more than happy to give you so that you can give out to your loved ones, congregation members, coworkers that list all the programs in a short, succinct manner so that people know where to turn and how to get help. We happened to be, you and I happened to be at a school this morning um, doing a little something, and there were some in the lobby of the school, a stack of our family guides. So if you have a location, there is a quick little form that you can just fill out on the website and we will get them delivered right to you. Um, I, I will mention that school, by the way, had the old one. So we need to make sure that they get the new I, I noticed that too. I made a note. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so, uh, um, and obviously we are also on social media. If you are interested, you can go on Facebook, look up Children's Services Council, St. Lucie County and or Instagram, look up St. Lucie Children's Services Council, I believe is how it's listed. Um, and you can follow us on there. So, uh, a couple of things to start. Uh, there is a, an event on January 27th. It's the Chambers Business and Industry Awards. It, that is a Friday and that's an annual event, you know, 300 or so business leaders. And it's, they give out awards, you know, in, uh, in different categories. I think we're nominated for an award. Uh, and I think we, we've won twice, maybe three times in the past. Uh, I believe so. And I, my point of bringing this up is not to brag. It's to <laughs> state that also part of that is uh, we give out our annual Community Impact Award winner. If you're not familiar with that, uh, we do a show with the Chamber of Commerce because if there's media and we can have a show, we will do it. Um, it is called uh, All In uh, with the Chamber of Commerce and the Children's Services Council. And part of that show, the big crux to that show is giving out a Community Impact Award winner uh, where we highlight somebody in our funded programs that goes above and beyond. So we've had actually two years worth of winners since the last business and industry event. So we are going to unveil that that big winner, if you will, on January 27th. Super secret, super secret. We're really excited about it. I know you and I, um, you know, always have a hand in selecting who that winner is. Um, and I, I know that everyone is going to be understand why she is the winner. Oh, I gave too much away. Why, why uh, our award winner is the winner that we've selected for this year. So looking forward to making that announcement. Yeah. And, and if you can, if you're interested, you know, should come out to the business and industry event, uh, business and industry awards with the chamber of commerce. You can just go to the chamber of commerce website. It is a dinner event. It has a carnival theme. So I hear that you've got some, tricks up their sleeve when you enter the building um, and it'll be, you know, probably close to 300 people of your closest business industry friends. So it's a great networking <laughs> event. It's entertaining and uh, you get to see the awards and more importantly, or just as importantly, you get to see the, the annual community. It's actually two years uh, annual community impact award winner. It is a good time. So uh, this really isn't in our planned uh, thing to talk about, but th- we are recording the show on a Wednesday uh, it's the Wednesday after Martin Luther King Day. Our community made headlines because of some gun violence uh, that took place on Martin Luther King Day, which is just, you know, it's disheartening. And, you know, we don't have the answers on this show. Um, if somebody says they have the answers, they're quite frankly lying to you because there is no simple answer, right? You know, and I, you know, you and I talked, you know, you you can't program your way out of, we we fund programs, right? You know, and we, we create opportunities and hope in those programs, but you can't just simply program your way out of that. It's it's it takes the I'm just soapboxing here for a minute. It takes the entire community. It, it takes opportunities for kids and families. Right. It takes after school programs. It it takes help for families and counseling and whatnot. But it also takes businesses. Right. It takes neighbors. It takes residents looking out for each other. And quite honestly, just holding up the sanctity of life, like, you know, you know, guns, you know, their whole purpose is to kill people. Right. So, 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 you know, if we just had, you know, and, and I say all that again, and, and Ashley's looking at me like, where are you going with this? I don't know where I'm going with this, but I will say that no entity 
It's, you know, law enforcement alone can't solve this. The faith community alone can't solve this. The Children's Services Council alone can't solve this. Friends and family alone can't solve this. It's going to require everybody to come together. And it's not going to be, it's never going to be a quick fix. We were such on, as a community, we were on such a good trajectory for a while, right? Um, you know, gun violence was down, gang violence was down, um, and fairly significantly. And this, this incident, and, and as tragic as it is and eye-opening it is, means we need to double down on those efforts, right? And it's going to require everybody to come together. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying that just, you know, I know there's some relationships where some entities may not get along with other entities and its personalities. And, you know, that's common, but that in the scheme of things, that doesn't matter. Helping our community is what matters. And, and I know that we will be at that table and, and, and we are at that table, right? I mean, you know, we, we're looking at that geographic area where it happened. We have an after school program there, right? We right. have services and resources there, but maybe we need to relook at how those are being delivered and who that's really attracting and, and the relationship it's engaging with that Parkland community, for example. Or not, did I say Parkland? Is that right? You did. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I skipped down to Broward. I'm sorry in my head. But uh, um, but uh, all, all I'm going to say is that it's going to take everybody and and your children's services council, our children's services councils will be there. But we need everybody there with an open heart and an open mind because maybe we need to look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I mean, you and I have this conversation and I think it's kind of been echoed in other conversations I've seen happening. Like, this is not a new problem, unfortunately, in our county, in our community. Um, and so to your point, we we may need to look at things differently. But again, I don't think that um, anybody sitting around pointing fingers or, you know, addressing blame that doesn't solve any of these problems. And if you have an idea and if you have a voice, come to the table because, you know, it 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 has to be all of us working together and we are going to make sure that 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 conversation includes our children um, because they are the ones who eventually will be the ones leading this community. Um, and the, the, the only other thing that I want to say about it too is please also recognize that the impacts of what some of our residents saw or heard or continue to hear through conversation um, will probably be long lasting and there are resources to help. So if that is something that you are dealing with or that you are concerned about, please reach out to us or to another organization that you know is working on that um, because we want to make sure that our kids and any of our residents um, have all the tools that they need to help them get through, you know, dealing with whatever it was that, that however they were impacted. Um, just please don't forget that, that there are resources available and that we, we can help you. We can help connect you to them if you are struggling. And I'm going to give out one of those resources. If you happen to know somebody or if you yourself ex- experienced loss and it doesn't have to just be from the event on Monday, it can be any event. Um, a loss of, of a loved one, even if it's a pet, uh, um, and I'm not making light of it because that will, that impacts children. Uh, uh, we do have a, a free, completely free grief counseling program. I'll give out the number. Um, it is seven seven two 
462-6252. Again, 462-6252. And if I said that too fast, or if you need other resources, as Ashley mentioned, uh, all that, all of our programs are on the website, but you can also call us at 772-408-1100, or quite frankly, just text us, text me at 772-237-1130 and just say, I'm looking for this and we'll, we'll get you connected. I realize we gave out a lot of numbers there. <laughs> um, well, um, if but, you're listening to the podcast, just pause it and write it down. Yeah, pause it, write it down. <laughs> if not, uh, we'll give out our, our phone number one more time before the show's over. So do we want to introduce our guest? Yes. So we joked before we went live today that uh, she actually has been a past guest on the show, which I am not going to lie. I kind of forgot about. So this is not her first time appearing on the show, but it is her first time appearing on the show as one of our team members, which I, I mean. How how better to appear on the show really is there? So we're gonna we're gonna quiz her afterwards and ask her which guest appearance was better. <laughs> I I have a feeling I know what she's gonna say, but um no, we are really excited. Um, Kelly Santos joined our team three months ago, two months ago. How many months ago was it? I don't know. Feels like yesterday. Just kidding. Um, Kelly Santos joined our team as our newest program specialist, and we have been so lucky to have her with us. Um, and so we thought that it might be fun to have her as our guest today on the show and introduce her to you guys. I know she knows a lot of you already, and a lot of you probably know her as well. Um, but we just wanted to kind of have a little chat with her about some of the things that she's working on. Um, and, and we're, we're absolutely going to dig into, cause if our listeners know this show, we dig into the real nitty gritty stuff. So we're going to quiz Kelly on, um, how she really likes being a member of the team. That's, that's what this is. And about. let's this is start by asking her the five priorities of the children's services council. <laughs> Since I messed it up at the intro. <laughs> It's a test. I didn't know there was a test. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley and Sean, for inviting me again to be on the show. I am very happy to be part of the Children's Services Council team, and I'm very excited about all the great work that our entire team is doing throughout the county. I'm learning so much, um, and I am fairly new to St. Lucie County, but I've done some work before Children's Services Council um, in Fort Pierce with United Against Poverty. So you may know me from there if you have not encountered me through the Children's Services Council. So I'm very honored and grateful for the opportunity to work with such an amazing team and so many amazing providers throughout the entire county. So it's unusual. Kelly has a history and this is going to shock a lot of our, our, our listeners, but she's from New York, which is unusual in Florida to find somebody from New York. So, so, uh, before we get it, kind of get into what, what you do for the children's services council, can you kind of talk about your, your background? Yeah. And if you couldn't tell from my accent, then I don't know. (laughs) I know it's an unusual accent. Is it like Portuguese? What is it? The Latina from the Bronx. <laughs> um, so, yes, like Sean mentioned, I am originally from New York City, um, born and raised, and most of my background is in youth development. Um, I oversaw youth programs that were school-based and center-based from a variation of after-school programming to supporting schools throughout the entire school day to ensure that families and students had the resources they needed very similar to how I support programs here 
um, in St. Lucie County through the Children's Services Council. So when the opportunity came about for me to join the team, I was very excited because it aligned very much with what I'm passionate about, which is just doing everything that I can possible to support families um, and children. So, so having you on the show, it's it's interesting. I, I'm going to put you on the spot, but that's what we do on the show because you've been on the <laughs> show before. Um, so so you you came from New York. You if, Correct me if I'm wrong. You're just a little over a year here in Florida, right? A year. I made a year a week ago. Okay. Oh, didn't celebrate. Okay. So congratulations. Uh, the decompressing from New York city has begun. Uh, um, and obviously you worked at the up center. I'm just curious though, uh, from what, like from your perspective, cause you know, Ashley's been at CSC for 30 years. She started when she was 10. She's been there for, I'm sorry, it's 17 years. I've been here a long, a little bit longer than that. A lot longer, but, uh, uh, but, uh, from your perspective, Coming from New York, which, you know, generally most people will think of a very, uh, a little bit, I'm going to say richer environment. That's not the right word. A little bit probably has maybe more stuff going on than Bronx is going to have more stuff going on than, let's say, a Port St. Lucie, for example. Uh, but, but what do you see as like kind of like the strengths of this community from a, from a programming standpoint since you've been here? The connectedness, the willingness of everyone to collaborate together to chip in, to share resources. And you know, everyone's so nice. <laughs> everyone's willing to help one another. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of New Yorkers here, but a lot of nice New Yorkers. Um, <laughs> we, we trained them. That's all. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to see the relationships that are formed instantly when providers are working together to help out a family. How people just reach out and say, I have this resources. I can do this. I can pick this up. I can get this for this family. I know where you can go. How instantaneously that happens without question. And in the same day, something gets resolved for families. Being here in St. Lucie County, I was blown away with how many people go above and beyond just to help people in need. And it's effortless. It's just like, don't be afraid to ask because you don't know what you don't know. And you never know who's going to come out with something that they have in their back pocket to help someone in need. You know, I'm sorry, actually, I know I'm doing a lot of talking here and I'll stop talking. No. Here, but but <laughs> Kelly, you didn't know this because you were in the waiting room, but I'm, 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 I'm glad, I'm glad to hear an outsider's perspective of that. I mean, and not that you're an outsider, but you know, you've got, you've got a year's fresh eyes on the community. You know, Ashley and I've been here a little bit longer mm-hmm. because we were talking about what took place on Martin Luther King day, uh, and, and that tragedy. And, you know, we kind of led into before we introduced you is that there's no one entity that has a solution. It's going to require everybody to come together. And I think, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, this is actually booing my spirits to have, to hear you say that and have you on because, you know, we kind of forget that, right? When you're in it and you're in it for long enough, you just assume that's the way of work. And it's just a, a good reminder that we as a community can and do come together. And that's what it's going to take, right? Not, mm-hmm. And not just because of what happened on Martin Luther King Day. It's required. Wow. That's what's going to take every day to lift families up, right? And and I think too, Kelly, I don't I don't want you to sell yourself short and I'm gonna toot your horn for a second because I I feel like something that I've witnessed since you've come on board with us is that you have this unique ability to identify what's happening at this program and what's happening at this program and put them together. And I've seen that happen so many times in the short time that you've been here by just saying to them, you know what, I had a conversation with this person and I think that would really benefit you. Like you guys should really talk about it or 
you know, an, an outside resource, not even one of our funded programs, but somebody that exists outside of our network and and is able to kind of bring something to the table that either doesn't exist or that that program really is struggling with. Um, but being able to kind of build the capacity of that program in a way that doesn't cause more stress or more work on the people that are doing that job. Um, because we know like it, COVID put a lot of strain on some of our nonprofits, um, their ability to fundraise, some of the things that they probably would now tell you that they took for granted before that. Um, and so I think there's this, this sense of shared work um, that to your point really is, is just going to benefit the children and families in our community that we're trying to help. It, there's never too many people caring about a family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And when, and I hear you say that, I'm like, I ask myself, like, why is that? Like, why is it that I have this urge just to like connect people or to figure it out? Or like, this is a problem and it shouldn't be. And I don't have the answers, but talking to people, we can create solutions and connecting people. We can get closer to resolve. Um, and that's because I'm a mom to a five-year-old <laughs> with special needs. And um, all day I will talk to anyone and, that I encounter about my son and his special needs and how I keep pushing to resolve for him, for his challenges, to meet his needs. Um, and that applies in my entire life, my entire in my work. I think that being a mom to a five-year-old special needs child has taught me persistence and it's a daily reminder. So when I meet a new mom, I meet a program provider, I meet anyone that's having a hard time. I'm like, I know someone. Let's Google it. This is a resource. Let's talk. Let's, does this exist? Let's imagine it. And let me go back and take it to someone that can be a thought partner with me to figure it out. Um, and I never thought about that, <laughs> why I do that, but it's, it, it's fun. true. And you will will keep details private, but you had a big win today as a special needs mom. So congratulations. <laughs> yes, yes. Persistence. Patience and yeah. persistence. Not being afraid to ask questions. Yeah. What one of the other things that I really wanted to mention, and this is actually something that you brought with you um, from your work at the Up Center, is this sort of idea of bringing people together um, is a group that you kind of helped convene of faith leaders. Can you talk a little bit about that and what you guys are doing? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so when I first came to St. Lucie County and I started meeting with different providers through the Up Center, um, I kept hearing people say, well, you know, when outsiders come, they usually do a little bit of the work and then they leave. And I'm like, I'm here to stay. <laughs> I'm not leaving. This is my home now. I want to solve. Um, so I went speaking to different people and I finally met with Pastor Hazel Hoyleman. And she she put me to the test. I said, what do I need to do to bring people together to create solutions, um, to share information? And she said, um, you need to bring different faith leaders to the table, bring them together and talk to them about the services at the up center, the services of your partners. Um, and when you're ready to do that, I will help you. I will support you. So uh, I met with her and they had that in my pocket. I was like, okay, I need to get this done because Pastor Hazel doesn't play. If you know her, she does not play. Uh, I'm going to get it done. And then a month later I met with uh 
the city of Fort Pierce Commissioner Curtis Johnson. And I told him about this idea that Pastor Hazel put in me and I, I really wanted to make it happen. And he said, I support you. Let's pick a day and let's make it happen. And we did it. So uh, Pastor Hazel and Commissioner Johnson facilitate the One St. Lucie Faith Leaders Roundtable meetings that take place once a month, the second Tuesday of every month at 11 a.m. at the Up Center, 2520 Orange Avenue in Fort Pierce. And it's a combination of faith leaders in St. Lucie County and community providers that do social service supports for families. And we just come together and talk about community needs and how together we can address them. So some of the things that we've talked about is homelessness. Um, we talked about um, supporting youth in the community. We've talked about uh, utility expenses. Um, we've talked about the St. Lucie Public School System and how they support our youth through the homelessness program. Um, we've talked about the Department of Health's doula program. So just bringing different resources to the table so that way faith leaders get firsthand information and access to what's available for the community. Why? Because our faith leaders are at the front line. When someone in our community is in distress, when they need help, they turn to the most trusted people. And sometimes it's hard to turn to your family when you need help. You turn to your faith leaders. That's who you go to. So the idea is that through this, these meetings that we bring access to people who um, go to different churches, different organizations, um, turn to different faith leaders in the community for help, and that our faith leaders are equipped with firsthand information and who is the person, who is the faith that they can turn to to get help. And oftentimes we say, well, it's hard to get in contact with this community of individuals. It's hard to build trust with this community of individuals because you may not look like them or talk like them or sound like them. Um, people are afraid sometimes too. But usually if you are presented to a subset of individuals through a faith leader, those individuals know that they can trust you because that faith leader trusts you. So that's the goal for our community providers to come to the table at our roundtable meetings and talk about what they offer, what solutions they can provide. And for our faith leaders to say, okay, I want you to come to my organization, my church, and talk to my community. Yeah. So that way it's easier. The trust is already built there because the faith leaders are saying, I trust this person. This person does good work. This person can support you. Um, and a lot of the things that we discuss are solution-based. Mm -hmm. So we have a, uh, a family who is having a hard time paying their utilities and they're going to face eviction. All right, there's somebody at the table who can support with that. There's somebody at the table who give resources for the children. There's somebody at the table that can support with um, any repairs that they need. You know, there it's, it's a connection. It's a it's a resource for individuals who want to learn more about what providers are doing um, and to, to create a stronger relationship with faith leaders that will spread the word about the great work you're doing. So I invite anyone that wants to gain access to communities that faith leaders have access to, to join us the second Tuesday of every month at 11 a.m. at the Up Center. And our next meeting is on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Nice. That was like, that was a great setup for invitation. What a hook. But yeah. again, I mean, I think, you know, Sean, like that's kind of how this radio show got started. Like we just wanted to be able to provide information to the people that could make those recommendations or referrals or whatever. We know that our show airs Sunday morning. So a lot of times it's people either on their way to or from church. 
Um, so I hope that some of those leaders are listening and take you up on that offer because again, as we've said several times, like it's no one group of people that are going to move our community forward um, on their own. It's it's going to be all of us working together. It's all these separate networks that are working together. And then eventually those networks almost kind of coming together, whether it be through a common purpose or a common organization to start connecting those dots to make community change. That's what we're yeah. talking about, right? That's, That's the whole yeah. reason why we have a Children's Services Council is to change the lives and, and give hope to our children and families. And it happens at one child, one family at a time. So, Kelly, we are at the end of the show. I'm just curious. So you're a program <laughs> specialist. So in 30 seconds or less, let's pretend like it's your mom that says, Kelly, I heard you got a new job. Tell me what it is that you do. My job is to work with an amazing team of individuals at the Children's Services Council to support programs that are funded through the Children's Services Council. And these amazing programs provide direct services to families, either through after-school program settings, through mom and infant programmings available. Um, there's a variety of programmings that the Children's Services Council offers to families all throughout St. Lucie County. If you want to learn more, visit our website. Um, and my role specifically in collaboration with this team is to support 23 programs under my portfolio to, en- to ensure that they have all the resources they need um, and capacity to make sure that our families are receiving the best that they can offer. Awesome. Well done. What the a next great time you commercial. come on the show, I'm totally making you say the five priorities. I'm just telling okay. you, heads up. Maybe at the next team meeting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I think everybody has a good idea now why we asked Kelly, and we're so grateful that she joined our team because she is phenomenal, and she asks such good questions. She always jokes that she's always asking questions, but they're so targeted and good. It's really made us rethink kind of how we approach things too. So we're very grateful for it. And and I, and I think just to tie a, a knot at the end of this show, you know, there was a common theme here. It's about bringing people together, listening, uh, sharing resources and connecting. And as Kelly said, the difference from New York to here is that everyone's willingness to jump in and help. And that's really how you make change, right? Um, you know, no, no effort is too small or too big. It takes everybody joining together. All right, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thank you. This won't be the last time. So, yeah. (laughs) Five priorities, five priorities. All right. So, I'm going to remind everybody that it's a weekly radio program every Sunday on 1045 The Flame at 10 a.m. If you happen to miss the show, do not fret, do not worry. Just pull up your favorite podcast app on your phone, including Apple, and just look up Community Connections with Children's Services Council, St. Louis County, and through Magic and the Interwebs, you'll get our show delivered to you every week. Uh, And also, We are grateful for every listen and thank you so much. And a reminder that it's our children, our community, our future. Now more than ever, folks, we're all in this together. We'll see you next time.